Welcome back to the Paddler Podcast. This is your host Norby. On today's episode, we have none other than the Swedish paddle legend Kalle Knutsson. He is one of the top players in Sweden and for the past few years he has been training to become the best player he can. He shares his story with us on this episode, so let's not waste any more time and get into it. Kalle, thanks a lot for joining me on the podcast um, and accepting the invitation. It's a, it's a real pleasure to, to have you on here. Um, I wanted to get started with, I think, actually, probably most of my um, audience know who you are, more or less, or know that you're a Swedish paddle player. I think now you've, uh, Swedish paddle especially, and, and you as well have, have created a little bit of a name for, for themselves. Um, but if you can start with a little bit of introduction of, of who you are for the two people who don't know who you are, that would be that would be great. And then we'll, we'll take it from there. Uh, all right. Uh, well, uh, as you said, my name is uh, Kalle Knutsson and I've been uh, I've been a paddle player for uh, quite a long time now. I've been playing for as a Swede. I've been playing for I think twelve or thirteen years almost. Okay. Uh, when growing up, I was uh, I was playing a lot of tennis, and then yeah. uh, as many of us, I think I I found to paddle like on my spare time. I was playing with some friends yeah. and. Uh, all of a sudden, I, I saw myself in a tournament. Okay. Uh, and how old are you now? Sorry. I'm 24. 24, and you started 12 years ago, so you started when you were quite young, huh? 12. Yeah, when okay. I was 12, we got the first court to my, to my, little, to my very small town, Bastard, in, the, in okay. the south of Sweden. Yeah. So it's the, it's the home of the, of the ATP tournament ATP, as well, the yeah. outdoors ATP yeah. tournament in, is, yeah. in the southern Sweden. Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, in the last, I think it's now the last three years, I've been dedicating myself as a, uh, as a paddle player full time. So, okay. uh, I'm, I'm actually living, uh, living on playing paddle and playing tournaments around. I'm trying to reach, uh, the top, uh, as high as I can get on the world paddle tour and, yep. and also co- competing in Sweden. So it's a lot of traveling. But uh, I love competing, so uh, so it's it's nice. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so a couple questions on that. What what you just said? Um, so you started three years ago. Is that when you started professionally training, going to Spain and stuff, or that when did you when did you get started with yeah the professional training and then playing as well? Well, uh, I mean. When I was no, I th- I'd say three years ago was was when uh, when I started getting I started getting some sponsors and mm, okay. uh, and, and was able to more or less live uh, at a at a playing paddle. So that, okay. that's when I consider you could say it's it's professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Before before that, I was actually in Spain. Uh, I was I was studying in Spain, but of course combining it with playing paddle as well. So I was in the south of Spain in in a, in a town called Granada, Granada, okay. uh, in okay. uh, in Andalusia, which is an amazing place. And I was studying there, but actually after after playing a lot of tournaments around there in the south, I uh, and having what I thought was quite good results or like yeah. better results on the on in the qualities of the world Tour than i expected yeah well at last i i i said fuck it let's let's go for it okay uh so i so i actually paused my studies and i i, I still have my studies paused <laughs> okay you finished but, your bachelor's uh, what was that in a university degree or what 
No, no, no. I did. I didn't finish it. I still oh, have it paused. You passed it. I still you have. Yeah, I still. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I still okay, have okay. it paused. We will. We will see when that one will come. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Maybe that you have time for that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't matter. But uh, so since that moment, that was that was three three years ago now, or maybe maybe even a little bit more, something like that. I've been uh, I've been going for it. Okay. Playing World Padel Tour, playing in Sweden. Okay. Competing a lot. Okay. Cool. And I don't know how much you wanna. I mean, you mentioned that three years ago you started because of the sponsors. You were able to live off of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, is it, you know, as I said, I don't know how much you want to share from that, but are you a millionaire or is it really the uh, sponsors are the sponsors? No, are, no, not, no. not millionaire, not millionaires <laughs> from the sponsors, but from the background, but or the sponsors are giving you enough that you can live live from, from it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can, uh, I mean, as I live now, I can uh, I can manage it from uh, from sponsors, from maybe okay. giving some clinics, giving a, a few uh, some private lessons when yeah. I can and stuff. Yeah. So so uh, to be honest, we are we are very fortunate in Sweden. I think it's also has a lot to do with with the great expansion that we've had. Yeah. Uh, that's that kind of make all of this possible, yeah. you know. Of course. Uh, so uh, so yeah. That's you know, the, that's, what, that's what I meant. So you had the sponsors, and you're a little bit of clinics, and and that brings together that you can yeah allows you to travel and allows you to play the tournament and exactly. And of course, sometimes I guess you're making some money from the tournaments as well, especially in in. Well, uh, yeah, every now and then, every now and then we find a, a a money tournament. But I mean, the the prize money in paddle is still in in comparison to maybe some other sports, not all yeah. of them, but prize money is still quite low. Yeah. So yeah, and and going back to going back to your tennis roots, I don't know actually if you remember, but we met at M3 for very briefly. Um, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, Madrid. for sure. You were um, you were training there for a week or so. Yeah, yeah, for I was there for a little bit. I was in the group before you guys, and then you guys yeah. came, and then I was like, shit, I need to be in that group soon. <laughs> um, but no, it's at the beginning of my career. Hopefully soon I'll get there. Um, no, no, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the tennis. So the you were you were growing up a tennis player as well or until when did you play tennis or, or what was the transition like with tennis and paddle uh, well i played until i was like hmm, i was competing until i was 17 or eight, okay. 18 uh, okay. something like that in tennis okay and uh and i was uh, at a time i was actually competing in uh, in both sports paddle but well. uh, yeah. but uh, eventually uh, paddle took the uh, took the upper hand uh why is that think, why is that or why was that i mean i think one one big reason was was uh because of the whole i think the paddle community mm -hmm. uh that that we had in sweden that we mm -hmm. that we have uh because it was actually it was actually so cool to to be a part of that journey, you know. Because mm -hmm. when we started, it, we were just a couple of uh, a few couple of few uh, how do you say um, players? Huh? A couple of just a few players that were playing at the high yeah, level. Yeah, just a, just just a few players that were playing. Yeah. I mean, at, at a quite decent level, yeah, and exactly. uh, there were there weren't many courts, and it's been yeah. it's been so cool to see all that development because. Yeah. Right now, as as I think many of you know, uh, the the paddle is is uh, blooming in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's <laughs> let's get into that. Actually, what's what's the what's happening or what has happened in the last 
since you since let's let's take it the Swedish paddle in general since you've started as well the three years ago that you mentioned that the sponsors came in and and all these things mm. started happening uh what happened and what is happening everyone's looking at Sweden I know that's in Europe uh but tell us a little bit if you can a little bit insider information on yeah what has happened uh well I mean basically basically I think that that for a quite long time for quite many years we've had uh we've had had too few courts in Sweden okay. it's been like that always and people have been building more courts more courts and they've been okay. uh, every time they've realized shit we should have built more courts uh, because <laughs> okay. because uh if you if you could say that if you could say like the demand for yeah. renting paddle for playing paddle for enjoying yeah. paddle is so big There's yeah. so many people that uh, that end up playing paddle at the social level, maybe, and some yeah. at the more competitive level. But yeah. uh, but the outcome is that there's there's so many hours of paddle getting uh, getting rented, and uh, yeah. and I mean everyone uh, Sweden is basically they they basically love it. So uh, all of that I think has has given it like an entrepreneurial kind of. Uh, way of uh, like an expansion, you could almost almost say, say because to what an expansion to, to no, I think I think it's been uh, it's been developing so quickly because all of a sudden we have uh, we have uh, uh, two pretty big uh, circuits you could say or like uh, here only in Sweden yeah and uh, there are there are many events uh, around paddle uh, events uh, tournaments there are many clinic events there are a lot of uh, stars from from Spain coming to Sweden yeah. to play yeah. and and the people are following paddle they love uh, they love uh, checking for new rackets yeah. i mean it's all all of that is just uh, makes uh, makes the wheels turn yeah. you could say for sure and why do you think that has happened like what was there a time when it just went like all right this is now going crazy or it was just a slow steady kind of increase and now it has gotten really crazy or was that one point mm. where it kind of like went like shit this is oh i think like- i mean uh, i mean uh, covid definitely helped paddle okay. in sweden uh, everything I mean, else was closed except for paddle or everything was open or yeah was it? it was it was considered to be a, a safe sport to play and uh, and a okay. sport with with a lot of distance so okay. they didn't they didn't actually <laughs> shut down the uh, the businesses that are the okay. paddle clubs and tennis, so, tennis clubs and footballs were closed or those were open as well no i think i think tennis clubs they they were open as well mm-hmm. okay. uh footballs yeah i mean i think uh, I think they they closed down uh, the the sports that they call contact sports. Mm-hmm. So, football, uh, yeah. so football, I'm not sure actually, but con- uh, but maybe to it's some to some sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, of, of course, of course. It's partially, but, uh, partially a theater and partially a contact sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, something like that. Uh, so uh, so I mean that's what happened. I think there were a lot of people. That are, were of course staying home, yeah. but staying home until they had a, a paddle court okay. rented. You know, <laughs> so yeah, many people, yeah, many sure. people want to play paddle. Okay, now that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Everyone, we have we have actually in here in Zurich uh, a decent Swedish community as well that that have moved here. You know, um, and oh, okay. Even given 
you know, Zurich is quite international. So a lot of, lot of internationals and a lot of Swedes as well. Um, and a lot of new Swedes because they hear it at home. Everyone's playing their friends, their, their parents, their, their daughter, their sister, their dog, their cat, everyone's playing, you know, um... they come in and, and say, Hey, I'm so glad we found your place because it's us. And then one more, well, PDL actually is, is also in, in Zurich. So PDL has opened the center in Zurich and then we have yeah. our center, um, that that is there but they come either one or two and and uh yeah it's you can see already the swedish swedish actually um seem to be quite open uh, you know when when they walk into a paddle center they they have swiss are quite uh at the beginning they're quite close they're quite uh you know conservative the swedes they come in they they love it uh, in, in, they, in they, what they, in what way what way what they are closed or what way they are yeah, 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 I mean, do you, do you mean like socially or? Yeah, socially. Yeah, socially. Very, yeah? very, very Ooh, close. Okay. So when, when a Swiss person comes in for the first time, they, they say, yeah, hi, uh, we need four rackets. And then they go play and then they come, yeah, yeah. they maybe have a beer, don't talk to you. And then they leave, you know, and yeah. other, other Swedes come in. They're like, yeah, we're playing in Sweden. You know, this is an unreal game. Can, can we have four rackets? Can we go play? They have a beer after, you know, da, 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 da. they're going to talk to friends. <laughs> and, so and, you know, either, either, either way. Either way, if they come in, they they still have a beer. Even yeah, yeah even the beer is always there. Swedish. The beer is always there. So Swiss or, or Swedish, there the beer is always there. At the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can no, no, that's that's good. No, um, cool. I wanted to ask you in so for you, you said you mentioned you're coaching a little bit as well on the side with clinics and stuff. Um, are you working with junior players or how's the junior scene in Sweden for for the next generation? I mean, you're you're also quite young, but like. Yeah, the, the the 14 to 18 where yeah. when players become a little bit more serious, what does that look yeah. like? It's uh, it's uh, very interesting actually. I mean, I've been uh, uh, when I'm back home, I, mm-hmm. I uh, normally I normally train with uh, well my coach Andreas Johansson mm-hmm. here in uh, here in Helsingborg, and uh, uh, he also runs an academy, and that's mm-hmm. just one out of. I think many good examples around Sweden. So mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm back home, I had the opportunity to to maybe coach a little bit, to try mm-hmm. to see train sometimes mm-hmm. a little bit with the younger players. And yeah. uh, uh, I think we're getting there. Uh, it was a bit of a shame because because uh, the junior tournaments actually didn't happen that much last year because COVID. Okay. While they they continued to uh, take out the ones that they call elite uh, tournaments yeah. in Sweden. The pro, so the younger pro tour in Sweden. Yeah, 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 you could yes. say. So the okay. so the the younger players didn't have the same opportunity uh, okay. to compete as okay. uh, as uh, some of the older players did. But I actually uh, see a lot of a lot of younger players around the the paddle clubs. Okay. Uh, the, how do you say the the clubs, not the not the actual uh, businesses, but like the the academy. Uh, how do you say? It. Yeah, or or, uh, or the clubs that are connected to the federation. You could say. I I don't know uh, the other word for it. You like mean the, the, you mean the, the club that play like PDL plays against another club, for example. When they yeah, play yeah. For example, for yeah, example, yeah. the the uh, the club and and the academies are like they're getting there. They're growing. Okay. But but generally, I think that funds have been uh, uh, haven't really been su- sufficient to help the younger players play. Okay. Because because paddle is still a little bit of, of an expensive sport in Sweden. Yeah. 
Sure. Uh, I mean, if if uh, an hourly price in Sweden can be up to 50 euros, 60, 60 euros, maybe okay. you don't always, you know, just rent the court and let your kid play sure. there. Sure. And it, so, I mean, uh, so I think it's it's a little bit of a price question, but then uh, but then every uh, every time I see good uh, clubs that are doing work because they want to have younger kids in yeah. their clubs sure. and uh, and for sure it's a growing community. And, uh, and what's the their level like? Uh, the com- the competing kids are maybe. Hmm. Hmm. I actually train with one of the one of the better or one of the best. 15 or when he's maybe 16 years old the other mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and uh oof. Easy. a guy a guy called Isaac. a guy called Isaac. he plays he plays well okay he plays really well so uh i mean some there are some uh, some good swedish juniors i think okay. they can uh, uh they ha- they would have a good shot and everything is dependent on that they get to compete. They yeah. get to go to Spain. Uh, yeah. They get to maybe play against uh, better players, yeah. uh, so that uh, so that they can grow. And and for example, Isaac, you mentioned right that this guy, the the good player. Um, yeah. For example, him and the other guys as well. Are they have they started with paddle or they came from tennis a little bit and transitioned to paddle now at at 13, 14, 15, or they are paddle players from the start. Uh, to be honest, I think that some of them have been uh, of the better ones have actually had maybe some kind of tennis background mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, not that they maybe tra- played until they were this uh, at their uh, to their current age to yeah. to their fifteen sixteen, but maybe some kind of uh, tennis okay. history. I think, and I mean, but then uh, but then the the ones that only play paddle are also in the in the front we have a couple of very good 18 years old that i don't think have played a lot of uh, tennis that are only born and raised from paddle okay Uh, so i mean all of that really comes with the more coaches we have the more uh, junior academies we have the the better uh, level we'll get yeah for sure no but it's interesting to see that it's been long enough now for you guys that there are you know, top 18-year players that have started with battle already, you know, I mean, yeah. Switzerland or, you know, I live in Switzerland, but I'm from Hungary originally. So in Hungary, yeah. it's even less than in Switzerland for, for the moment. But in Switzerland, there's also, um, you know, kids that are, we have in the in the academy, we have yeah, 12, 13-year-olds that are that are not tennis players. They were paddle, they had started with paddle two, three years ago, right? Um, but the tennis players are still playing tennis in Switzerland. They they yeah. they haven't transitioned yet. In in Hungary, on the other hand, the yeah. some of the top juniors that are not bad, I would say, um, yeah. the 16, 17 year old kids that are that are not bad, but they're coming from tennis, and that's the reason they're good, you know, uh, in, in that sense. Uh, but it's it's yeah, and and, uh, and I think I mean. I think you can become a really good panel player uh, having been a good tennis player. And yeah, yeah, also, yeah, I much. think uh, uh, you can become a really good panel player being only a panel player, of course. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe the journey is a little bit longer. It takes a couple of years, uh, a couple of years more to actually get there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting, as you say. Why do you think it takes a little bit longer as you're a paddle player, if you're a paddle player only? What, what makes the difference, you think? Uh, I would say maybe, 
of course maybe the the skill of you know handling a racket mm-hmm. of uh, uh, of having a, having a technically good volley maybe a heavy smash yeah uh, that that is definitely uh, one very important thing that that might make a difference but yeah. then also I think uh, the ability to compete because maybe if you've been competing uh, a lot in tennis yeah i think you also bring some of that to the paddle yeah, courts that. yeah for sure and uh, and that is a that is a very important skill to have in yeah. in paddle yeah. almost yeah. almost more more important than the how the shot actually looks or yeah. whatever technically good to hear. that's so, good yeah. to hear that from you actually because I, I see that the tennis players they when they when you competed at tennis right when you were a, yeah. an amateur tennis player that makes no difference but when you competed at tennis your individual sport you come into paddle you have slightly different mindset than if you if you were you know just a yeah always two always doubles player or whatnot but um, it's it's good to hear good to hear from you um, cool um, going forwards I mean for you personally you're now what a hundred and I looked hundred 40, 150 world pedal tour or something like that? Something like that, I think. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. might be. What's the, I mean, what's obviously as high as possible, what's your kind of goal for the next, I don't know, five years until you're 30? Um, what, do you have anything specific? Do you have in Sweden, you know, your 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 own brand or these kind of things? I mean, if, if, there, if there's anything. Uh, I mean, uh, for me, uh, I, I've had this, I mean, you could say it's a dream or a goal, but yeah. I mean, it would be uh, it would be so cool to reach uh, to reach playing uh, main draw tournaments mm-hmm. of of the World Pal Tour. That's mm-hmm. basically why I'm uh, I'm competing because okay. that's that's obviously the the goal to okay. to try to reach and uh, and uh, it's it's a it's a quite long way to go. It's it's really tough, and the competition is really hard. Uh, to be honest i think it's getting harder and harder uh but uh, but that's that's basically what's uh, what's keeping me motivated uh going training every day that's been my uh, uh my motivation and uh, then in sweden i mean oof, uh, i'd actually i'd actually say say the whole experience of just you know seeing part of paddle yeah being 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 a part of the growth maybe uh trying uh trying to make a, a good example for the for the younger universe generation yeah. that is upcoming that truly yeah. is upcoming of competitive uh, paddle players yeah and uh and seeing where uh, where paddle takes off because yeah. uh i think there's there's a lot of interesting things happening in in swedish competitive paddle okay meaning elaborate on that a little bit i think a lot of people are are seeing what they're seeing but what's yeah. i mean what's the you know for example what's the price money like for a tournament what's the you know i see poquito young was all these guys going there and, and playing you know and yeah. um yeah well uh these are uh, i mean i think uh i think it's basically because of the because of course since paddle is so big and there's so many people following it in sweden and mm-hmm. uh, that also makes paddle how do you say more interesting economically as well mm-hmm. so i mean sure. that's basically why we can see many of the top world players suddenly sure. uh, playing tournaments in sweden uh, playing sure. uh, the new euro finance tour for example yeah, uh, that exactly. is a great initiative that we're 
play competing together with uh, with uh, Spanish or Argentinian international top players. Yeah. Or uh, also maybe you could say upcoming upcoming players that play Another together one. with the Swede. So that's a new format, and I think yeah. it's uh, it's a part of the development in okay. Sweden. Uh, yeah. Getting more uh, tougher players here to maybe challenge the Swedish players to try to yeah. make them uh, make them grow, learn from the better players. Yeah, that it's it's quite uh, it's quite cool. Okay, cool, awesome. And uh, one last thing, actually, I wanted to ask: what you know for the younger generation you said you wanted to be an example what what's one thing you would you would tell a guy who's i'm 15 years old now i'm coming to you collins and saying hey uh what what do you think i should focus on when i'm when if i want to be uh, a professional paddle player uh ooh, i would say uh take your time no pressure <laughs> yeah i would say uh challenge, challenge yourself uh, don't be afraid Don't be afraid to fail. Don't to, uh, I mean, because I think if we speak, if, if we speak in a term that the, it's uh, maybe Swiss or Swedish, uh, Swedish younger players asking, mm -hmm. uh, then I'd, I'd say that. Uh, and also, also uh, if you feel that you have a very good, maybe a quite good level here in Sweden, mm -hmm. well, maybe it's time to start looking on trying to get involved in some yeah. international or some tournaments in Spain yeah. uh, maybe go train at, at the M3 Academy yeah. or what, or whatever yeah. with whatever good coach that are in Spain yeah uh, because knowledge there's there's getting more knowledge we have more knowledge now in Sweden there's more co uh, very good coaches coming yeah. here the the possibilities are better but yeah. I mean in comparison to the uh, to all of the knowledge you have in Spain uh, and maybe Argentine for that uh, for yeah. that matter is is sure. still uh, they are still a bit further sure uh, further than us. of course of course yeah of course so uh, that would uh, that's what i would say and get a coach <laughs> get a coach <laughs> important, huh? yeah that's important cool actually one more thing your training schedule like so that the the kids can know all right this guy is training like that i have to train probably two times harder if i want to beat him so what's <laughs> what's your what's your daily schedule like or weekly and daily uh, you know i mean you at, no. at m3 you're there in the morning right doing some training yeah. then doing some fitness then some lunch break then in the afternoon again match play or some training and then you're you're done right and then on the weekend you had some tournaments yeah what is yeah. it like well, in I, for you in sweden i would say it's it's uh, quite similar actually mm -hmm. uh du now during season when there are so many tournaments i guess i try to take a moment to uh, to actually disconnect from paddle every now okay. and then but uh, but now for example i've been uh, one and a half weeks back home here in in helsingborg and basically it's in the morning i uh, i have gym one hour uh, one hour and a half with uh, with my fitness coach and then uh, after that i go and i meet up with andreas i mm. train with andreas maybe one hour from the from the basket and then mm. in the afternoon uh, 
later in the afternoon after lunch break and stuff we we have or some match play or yeah. some kind of uh, you play maybe train two against one yeah. or some different type of situations and and uh, this was basically the case for today so now in the afternoon when uh, when we're speaking now yeah. i'm actually dead <laughs> okay good that's good that's that's what it means you worked hard so that's a, that's a good sign yeah it was okay. a good day cool awesome well Thanks a lot for for joining me, and I I mean I wanted to you know you're playing a lot of tournaments, so I want to wish you good luck um, for for the Thank future. You so hope, you, hope you'll achieve achieve the goals, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see each other again soon, whether that's in in Sweden. I've been meaning I've been wanting to visit for 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 playing or whatever, just just see what's happening there. Yeah. We're back in in Spain again. Uh, hopefully we'll see each other again soon, and we can have a have a a beer or a or. A, Powerade or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know, uh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so wish you good luck and thanks for, thanks for uh, being here today. Thank you so much. It was, uh, it was a pleasure to visit the podcast.